Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. I am here, and I'm delighted to be here today. Um, gosh, this is our 20th year now of doing Waking Up in America Vital Issues, and Today's show is actually a response to a conversation that I was having with Adani Didmars last week, that amazing Canadian journalist and uh, author of um, Dancing in the No-Fly Zone, which happened to be the story of Baghdad before and after the war. And we were talking about the condition of the world. And by the time we got done talking about what had happened to the Iraqi people and all the people that had died and so on and so forth, I started crying on the air. And I don't cry. I've cried on the air maybe four or five times, but I realized the enormity of of the way we're being manipulated. And it isn't any just one person or one party that's doing it. There's a there, There's a huge manipulation going on, and it's called the use of fear. And we are being we are being offered all different kinds of things to frighten us. I actually think the housing slump got started by people talking about the housing slump starting, and just by the manipulation of the dollars and the euros. And now there's going to be an Amero and the borders, and um, you know the world pretty much I think is being run by large corporations, and um, they don't seem to have any boundaries. So after I got done crying, I. I sat down and I thought, who who really thinks that this time is a powerful time and a time of transformation? And I started thinking about Barbara Marks Hubbard. For instance, Barbara Marks Hubbard has a, a DVD that she has out called Humanity Ascending, A New Way Through. So she will tell you that this is one of the most powerful times on Earth, and she will also tell you that as the caterpillar transforms into the butterfly, but it actually has to kill off the caterpillar part of itself. So right now, I would have to say that we're just beginning to take off our caterpillar trappings and transform the world. And I want waking up in America vital issues. I consider this the most vital of vital issues to be a part of that. And when I looked at my world around me, I noticed that I had some absolutely outstanding human beings that could be part of this conversation that we're creating today. So what we want to do is we want you to know that everything that's going on in the world today is simply a conversation and that we have the power, the dignity, the right, the honor, and the demand that we are responsible for altering that conversation. So I have a radio person, another radio person here. I have Rachel Lee. She interviews motivational Masters, and I have, you know, I just love the idea of motivational masters talking to us right now. Um, and it'll be through her perspective, and she's got a wonderful CD out, and you can go visit her at Coach Lee, and that's C O A C H L E E dot com, or call her at 1 428 1700. Well, not to be left out, I have a very dear old friend who has been affecting the quality of personalities and humanities and world leaders for absolutely years. She's Jennifer Butler, and she's absolutely an expert. Most color consultants work out of a palette of about 300. Jennifer, at this point, are you over 5,000, or is 5,000 still an accurate figure? 
Well, it's five thousand colors. I don't know uh, how many swatches that makes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So she eight hundred thousand swatches. Yeah. So she, <laughs> anyway, that means a lot of distinctions, folks. Yes. So Jennifer brings that kind of distinction, and so I thought I'd just throw in somebody that was into international protocol as well. Um, an amazing woman in her own right, and a, a, one of the original listers from Waking Up in America back in when it, we started in Redondo Beach in 1987, and that's Gail Ellen, who has her list of accomplishments would take up the whole show, so we don't have time for that. But my favorite, Gail, though, is what you and Peter Ubroff did for Los Angeles with the 1984 Olympics. You literally created peace here. I just want to thank you for that. Well, yes, we did, and and um, we can probably do it again, Val. Thank you. Let's say probably. <laughs> we have to. Yeah. So can we transfer, Gail, can we transfer this conversation that was created in Los Angeles? And the thing I remember, and I I had a brief conversation with Peter about it, and it, was, it had to do with the flags. He made flags that didn't remind anybody of one country, but they were more of a world flag. Yes, and there was also the Flag and Banner Program, what they called the Flag and Banner Program, and it was something designed particularly for those 84 games, and it was something that actually still exists today. Really? Yes, and um, the thing about that, uh, Valerie, was that the city worked, Los Angeles worked, and we were all proud to be here. I was stunned at how well L.A. worked. It's never worked as well before or since. So, Jennifer, I, I know that you really have... You bring a lot of distinctions. I know that you were, before the show, we were talking about um, your new CD, Reinventing Your Style. Mm-hmm. And we found it, I imagine, is it jenniferbutler.com? It's, um, yeah, jenniferbutler.com, yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And it, you would probably like to, if there are people want to connect with you, um, they can call you at 323 931 2300, right? That's or uh, actually 2626. Oh, I 931 2626. I screwed up there, didn't I? That's okay. Okay, very good. Yeah, that one, that would be the place, and Anu will probably be there. Yes. Um, I know that you you give nice little evenings and events, and perhaps it would be a good idea to introduce our listening audience to actually what your what your skill is. Your skill, I would say, you have right now, you have like seven strategies for looking dynamic. Right. Uh, what would that be? Well, I want to relate it to sort of the topic at hand a little. And one of the things we're looking at is, you know, we, there's many things that we can focus on in the world. And if you look at the um, all the tapes from Abraham and the, all the audiences, it's and from the power of, um, you know, Michael Beck was um, what was his CD on the the new video that he did, the secret, the secret, the secret. It's it's really about the power of attraction. And so, and, and, and where we put our focus. So we're putting our focus on world peace, and we're putting our focus on our own um, individual authenticity. And when you focus on that, what happens is an, an inner joy and inner self-acceptance, and that inner acceptance allows you to have compassion and acceptance for other people. But as we all know, it has to start from within. So you know, what... And you're mentioning that, Jen, because... Before the show today, I, I came down to my office and I thought, before I do this show, I want to create peace in my office. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a candle burning Yes. right now, and it's very calming. Isn't it? Yeah, it's wonderful. So it's, something as simple as a candle burning can do something. 
Exactly, and I think also where where we work is we work with what people wear every day, and we we are calling it uh, almost uh, living in the light. The, what we call the new luminaries, and it's people who are realizing that that color um, is what creates the world, but it also creates humanity, and it creates the universe, but it also creates us individually. So the seven principles I talk about is to understand referencing yourself as yourself as opposed to being attracted to the opposite. Uh, and the opposite is everybody else and how they look and how you need to be appropriate. And what we're saying is you need to be appropriate to being who you are. So reinventing your style is actually recognizing yourself as yourself and uh, and being able to dress that way uh, creates a sense of harmony for you, but also harmony for other people looking at you. Excellent, excellent. And it adds to the energy. And it's giving a whole new language to uh, how you see yourself. Now, Rachel, where are you fitting in on this conversation? Oh, I'm just so impressed with the other two that are on here. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, I hope I have something to contribute. But oh, I'm, I'm quite <laughs> you do. But what I do is I, I call myself an action advocate. And very similar to what we've been talking about, is I simply help people take the action that they want to take towards their goals and dreams and to create a better world by creating their own lives to be better. Mm. And, and and doing that, and also really looking at my whole concept is I love to say somebody should do something, and I'm somebody. That's important. Yeah, and so really looking out, and when and when I interviewed um, a gal not too long ago who had a dog who who died several years ago, and when he died, she was convinced it was because of of the poor nutrition poor nutrition available to her for, to feed him. And so she said, somebody should do something about this. And she started a dog food company. And I thought, that's how, you know, that's what I try to inspire in people that don't look around and think somebody should. It shouldn't be somebody else, it's me. Yeah, it's me. Me, I'm the one. Yes. And so I love the idea of creating the flags that, that really are, you know, bring us all together and don't separate us because I think that's one of the big issues that we face today is. We have that separation mentality. It's them against us, not really realizing it's we're all just one. Did you get a chance to be in um, Los Angeles during the 84 Olympics? I did not. We did some very interesting stuff. Thank you very much, Gail. Yeah. One of the things that we did was we had all trucks had to be, there wasn't that their deliveries had to be done by 7 in the morning or something, so all the trucks were on the freeways at night. Do you remember that? Yes, it was, and and they had the all all different schedules for all different things. But one of the things, one of the areas that I worked there was international protocol, and people get afraid when they hear that. But what protocol is 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 making people people feel comfortable with your words and your actions and the environment. And when you work with other countries and diplomats of other countries, that's the whole purpose to make people feel comfortable. So when we're talking about beauty, it's beauty in your action, beauty in your words. And I think the really important thing to remember here um, to our dear listeners is what's going on in the world is actually being done by about 12 to 13 percent of the people on this planet. They're a minority. The people that are wrecking this chaos into the world at this time are a minority. If we stand up and we shine... And Gail represents the organization of something that was so profoundly. I never liked being in in L.A. more. I couldn't wait 
for the next day because it was pleasant to drive on the freeways. It was just like so many things were special. And when the Olympics were over, I, I didn't understand why we couldn't keep doing it. So we do have templates for what we're talking about. And as as Rachel says, it's not somebody else. It's me that has to be the one putting up the action. And as Jennifer is talking about here, we you could be as subtle as something as putting yourself in harmony with your colors, and all of a sudden you become radiant too. And we're going to take a little break right now and honor our sponsors, which... That wonderful Mona Bee has the acai berry that acts as super punch. It fights inflammation. It actually reduces cholesterol, and it does a whole lot of other things. You can actually visit www.mymonavie.com forward slash D-O-C-T-O-R-V-A-L-E-R-I-E and check it out. You're going to love this stuff. Um, and while we're at it, we're actually saving, we're saving the um, rainforest. And I'll tell you more about that some other time. Now, if you're tired of tripping on the past and tripping on the blocks that you never knew existed and just finding yourself inactive on something that's important to you, please call 310-455-8623 for a complimentary half-hour session. And you can visit my website, D-O-C-T-O-R-Valerie.com and read up on the Kirkgaard Method. And I want to just thank all of those that, of you that called last week. It was really fun working with you. I appreciated it. Now, San Pancho, Mexico is a wonderful place to be. You're going to love this spot. San Pancho, Mexico is 45 minutes north of Puerto Vallarta. And down in beautiful San Pancho, if you want to stay there overnight or two nights or a week, people do end up being in that emerald rainforest for quite a while, and they don't want to come out. Either that or they're at the beach looking at sunsets or enjoying themselves. You can stay at Roberto's Bungalows with Steve and Diana. They actually have five bungalows, and it's the old Hacienda style of Mexico. These are wonderful people. It's an amazing town. It makes you think of times past. So that telephone number to call Steve and Diana is in the U.S., and this goes straight through to Mexico, is 971-239-4120. That's 971 971- Two three nine four one two zero, and for you that want a good mailing list where you don't get any snapback, wonderful people, Stardust, the Aquarian Perspective with an interplanetary mission. I like that idea. You go to http colon backslash backslash www.stardust and that's s t a r d o v e s dot com. And you can introduce yourself to the world's finest and foremost Aquarian Age e-list. And uh, for those of you who go, oh, e-list, Aquarian Age, blah, 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 let me tell you something. This e-list works. The, the level and the quality of people that respond to your ads are just totally spectacular. You can also check out marketingwiththestars.com, another way of looking at what Stardose is up to. And tell Ra that Waking Up in America sent sent you there. Right now, I want to just say thank you for all that you've been doing for us. Stardust, we love you. Right now, this is Val Kirkgaard, lovingly referred to as Dr. Val. I'm on the air with Jennifer Butler, who has a new CD out called Reinventing Your Style, Seven Strategies for Looking Dynamic, Powerful, and Inspiring. And when you see Jennifer, you'll so get it. Mm-hmm. Also, I have Coach Rachel Lee who made a really, she's a clever woman like myself. We figured out a long time ago that you could really keep yourself up and flying 
if you hang out with motivational masters, didn't you, Rachel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a secret. It's not a secret anymore. It's not a secret anymore. If you want to have a really great life, hang out around great people. And that's what we're doing. You can visit her at Coach Lee, and that's the word coach, and then L-E-E dot com, or call her at 888-428-1700. Now, let me see here, Jennifer. You could also call Jennifer at 323-931-2626. So there you go. Now, Gail Ellen, I don't think you want anybody particularly calling you at this moment, but where would they email you if you wanted them to email you? Well, they can uh, actually go on to uh, uh, perhaps your your website, Waking Up in America. And, That's true. Uh, they could email you. You can email me and I'll forward yeah. it to Gail because yeah. Gail's the person that you should know about. And um, Gail's definitely a person that's got a lot of good ideas and a lot of very fabulous connections. So before the break, we were actually talking about how we can take responsibility for the world through our, the different venues that are available to us. And we were also talking about ourselves as women and what we can do. And um, I wondered, if Jennifer, if you had anything you wanted to jump in with on that. Well, I think all of us are very aware of, of what we call that power of attraction. And uh, when you are dressed in your, in your own self, in your own design pattern, is when you have that greatest power. And we call it uh, personal alignment. And so that's what we that's what we do for people. No, I'm. I remember when you invited us to your class in Orange County. Do you remember that? Yes. And there were about sixteen of us, fifteen yes. or sixteen of us. I remember that. You want to tell? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's better if I tell. No, it's fine. You can tell. There, Jennifer had a class. Um, I think it was through Landmark, perhaps. Yes, it was called Productivity, um, Service, and Well Being. And she was a, she at the end of the class. They invited us to invite. They invited her to invite her friends. Well, you don't get to be friends with Jennifer Butler. Let me put it this way: you're not seen with her in public if you're not wearing your colors. Right. We've all had our <laughs> colors done at least once, right? So of course we all showed up totally in our colors because we just want to be Jennifer's best work. So nobody said anything. We were scattered through the classroom, and they were having the different members of the class come up to the front of the room. Well, the 16 of us, when it was Jennifer's turn, there was two or three others, and everybody clapped, and everybody was great, and people at Landmark were fabulous for acknowledging people. They couldn't say anything. What you heard through the room was, oh, mm-hmm. like that. True. There was literally, people were stunned at the effect of the colors because we were all in total harmony. We had our arms around each other, and we were doing like a chorus line. Mm-hmm. So that, I think, is the possibility. Yes. People inherently know, don't they, Jennifer, when things are off or when they're on? Right. And, you know, when we're out in the world, as, as Rachel was talking about before, about really wanting to accomplish our life goals and our life visions, I mean, we are the way that we promote ourselves is what we say but also what we wear. So it, it's it's not about wearing a designer outfit. It's about being authentic. And that's that's what this why this work is so powerful and it brings um, great joy to many people, and you save time and money. Uh, you take personal responsibility for your life. And also, what I love um, is tying in and dressing yourself to accomplish your vision so that you enroll people around you in what you're up to. Oh, well, I remember always, whenever I want to, I actually don't always wear my quotes. Well, my power color is actually green, if yes. you recall, dark yes, green. Yes, I remember. 
I like that. Mm-hmm. It's not black. Right. And, and I, people do. I, I get their attention more. Well, also it brings out your eyes, and the eyes are, of course, the mirror of the soul. It's where we relate in a very deep level to other people. So this this, this is a very powerful and deep process. When are you having a, another event in your area? Uh, we have the events um, every month, and we have a wonderful website, which is uh, www.jenniferbutlercolor.com, and people can come um, every month to our, our home and, and uh, visit me and see what we do. And it's... Um, because sometimes it's wonder, and we have a great website. We have a lot of before and afters, so you sort of people sort of disappearing <laughs> in their colors that don't work, and then they show up and look powerful and and inspiring in the clothes that do. So it's interesting that something that's so simple. I was talking to um, um, Sid, you know, Sievertson the other day about uh, Remax. He was one of their top executives, and he was. Um, we were just but he talking. created Remax. He did. Yeah, he did it of California. Oh yeah. Okay. Got it. Yes. Yes. And so we were talking about, you know, the very fundamentals of living are the house, which, of course, Remax and other companies like it help us find. And then we have what, what we eat, and we're all learning to refine that. And then it's really what we wear. And it can either be treated as something mundane, like oh, I'm just going to get dressed and run to the grocery store. It doesn't really matter what I look like. Or it, we could, it can matter. You know, I mean, I know that when I go outside and I'm in my colors, the the plants smile at me. <laughs> I mean, it's all about energy. We're all aware of that. Differently, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I do. Actually, I was looking at your... I think we should give our listeners a little clue that's in your your CD, Jennifer. It says to download your free workbook. Yes. Go to jenniferbutler.com forward slash booklet. Yes. And the username would be Jennifer and the password would be Radiant. So... Exactly. I, I think you guys should just skip right over there and um, get your free free book here. And also we do have a special price um, when people call us uh, at the office today. We can give them free shipping. Oh, that's and, a great uh, idea. Yes. Great idea. So, again, so, so Rachel, you, are you on the radio still? Yes. yes. Who are right. you on the radio? I'm sorry? Where, where can people hear you? Um, we're actually um, syndicated. We're in six different markets. We're um, in K- on KNUS in Denver. And we're in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Austin, Austin, North Carolina, Asheville, Georgia. Kind of good, good Southern conversation. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, Kansas City, Kansas, and another one. Oh, um, Norfolk, Virginia. Yes, all Southern. <laughs> thank you for bringing. Um, thank you for bringing inspiration. As you're listening to this conversation, I want our listeners to remember that only 12 to 14% of the world is causing the havoc and the chaos that's going on here and that the other 84% of us actually have a say if we do if we take action and have it be me that makes the difference and i wondered um, where else you'd like to go with that Rachel well and and i'm listening to dinner for talk and i and i know it's like when we really are centered and in our power we can do so much more and i think i think somehow we've lost our voice and I don't know when or how that happened for a lot of people, but I think I'm seeing a lot of people reclaiming that in in standing up and saying, "I'm not going to, I'm just not going to take this anymore." And well, you know, I I don't know if people know this or not, but all of a sudden the Democrats are saying they're not leaving Iraq either, and I right. went around and I started asking why. Do you know why? No, why? Do you have any idea, Jennifer? No. Do you have any idea, Gail? Yes, I do. W- w- tell them. It it really is. Um, it's coming down to um, the oil reserve that they have discovered there. $17 so, trillion. Dollars. Yeah. 
$17 trillion. So the Democrats are now in on it. Mm-hmm. The Democrats. Mm-hmm. The, I, I couldn't find a place to stand, so on my birthday this year I turned green. I joined the Green Party. Wow. However, I think Ron Paul is an interesting choice. So now it's really out in the open, Gail. Thanks for knowing that. Yeah, sure. 17 trillion bucks. That's why we're still in Iraq. And why we're and Hillary Clinton has made it clear that if she's elected president, we're not getting out. I went to the Nobel Laureates Conference in Rome in 2005 and I'm working on getting there this year. And um the opinion of the US and the world um is is at a very low ebb, and I'm sure it hasn't improved since 2005. So, but the, now that at least the greed is on the table, and it's showing up in mainstream news and such. So, what kind of advice scale can we give to our listeners from what you've been hearing today? What, where do you want to move? What kind of action do you think we can take? I, I think the most important thing is uh, this, and it, it really goes right in with what Jennifer said. It's all energy, and it's impression that you leave. That's very important. So we need to narrow it down to the world around us immediately, just around us. And you need to create impressions that get desired results around you. You need to create dynamic impressions, and you need to express yourself authentically and effectively around you in your own world. And that, I know, is directly what Jennifer's work does. So if we filter that down and if we take it to... When we say the world, you know, we are all one, but the point is it's what is around us direct, directly and how can we be authentic, authentically in our own world and give a gift to those around us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at the, our, I have a Wayne Dyer calendar, Gail, from when Wayne Dyer was on the show, and I'm looking at October 17th. Yeah, he's a good friend of of, of our radio show. He is. Oh, you know, I want to add something in here. This is Jennifer. Um, I was talking to a a gentleman who has a major, major, major marketing company in New York, and he and I were um, having lunch recently, and he said, you know what, we want, I want to rebrand America, because we were talking about creating a brand. He said, it's time to rebrand America and really look at all the wonderful things that we have done. And again, it's, it's where we put our focus and really focus on that. What yeah. did he did he have any ideas for the brand? Not really, not yet. So maybe you know we mean? could come up. Well, but you know, we should give a prize for that. Yeah, we should give a prize for that. Rebrand. I mean, as a as a new movement of like what looking at what we have contributed to the world, and then you know coming up with what the next step needs to look like. Now the interesting thing that we have to pay attention to too is this just didn't start with the Bush administration. This has been going on for a really long time. Yes. What we're getting right now is. You know, there was a slow thing. If anybody wants to read about some of the origins, I actually think it started in the in the uh, 19th century. Mm. Um, but if you take a look at the creature from Jekyll Island, you'll find out that the Federal Reserve Bank isn't federal and it isn't a reserve bank. It was a corporate takeover back in 1913. So things have been just chugging along. And um, the Bush administration is just kind of where final powers were put into place. Mm. And um, to do what was done to... Um, have the elections go the way they went, it was years and years and years of things going on before. I mean, one of the things they had to do was get rid of John F. Kennedy. It's also been said, Jennifer and Rachel and Gail, I don't know if you've heard this or not, but that one of the reasons that um, Bill Clinton was impeached was because he refused to go to war with Iraq. Mm. We know that 
men in office and men out of office have their little flings. We also know that nobody has been willing to impeach Bush. So I'm just saying these things are set. So I don't want people to think it's just the Bush administration or this or that or the other thing. For us to do what we're talking about here, we actually have to realize that this has been going on for a long time, and we have to take we have to very firmly plant our feet in that new branding that you're referring to, Jennifer. Um, as we've been talking about this, does anything kind of pop into your mind about how you would rebrand America? Well, you know what I would do, actually? I would really focus on the Peace Corps. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> I've speculated on this. I was thinking if we could take our military mm-hmm. and we could turn our military into a Peace Corps. Peace Corps. Because, I, first of all, I've talked to a lot of military men. They're extremely upset that they're doing what they've been, what they've been asked to do. I know that these men and women would be just delighted to go in. There, there's a guy I know, Charlie Gay. His, his is, um, what is it, Soul, Soul of Africa? Yes. Soul like a foot? Yes. They're actually removing landmines from Africa. Wow. All over the place, and they're turning those killing grounds into fertile grounds. But do you hear about that in the news? No, you don't. Right. So what we have to do is we have to make ourselves a bigger presence in the media, Rachel. <laughs> yes. Let's all get together and see. Um, right now, this this, this stardust, these little darling stardust, they have 350,000 names of people that think just like you and I do. And you, Gail, and our listeners, the people that listen to this show. The people that listen to this show, guys, they're called cultural creatives. College educated, they want to make a difference in the world. They stand for it. So, how do we need to get this articulate, powerful group of people more out into the world? So, startups is one of the ways that you can do it. They've been just wonderful for the coning business and for my consulting practice. So, you know, I don't know what ideas you have, but maybe we could talk to your marketing guy, Jen. Mm-hmm. and see what ideas he comes up with, because I think radio is a really cool way of doing it, and I don't know what you're thinking on this, scale. Well, I think you should give that idea to Donnie Deutsch in New York. That's <laughs> a big idea, and I think he'll do something with it. You think? I do, and I also think we should put art and music back in schools. Mm. Oh, man, and physical education, too, please, and out with the McDonald's, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. So we want. So this is it. We're a stand for art and education. We're a stand for physical ed. We're a stand for um, intelligence and creativity, and maybe science fairs and things like that all over the place. We're a stand for the Peace Corps, the military turning into the Peace Corps and growing the Peace Corps again. Um, Rachel, what have you got going on there? What are you thinking about? Well, and I'm thinking because one of the things we call our radio show is um, it's radio at its most positive, and just to start. Like you said, some of the good news we never hear about is, is happening, and we don't know what's going on. And I think we need to hear more of what's really happening in the world that is positive, where people are coming together, because it is happening. But we're, we've, we're really fed that fear-based stuff, mm-hmm. what I call rant radio. <laughs> rant radio? Well, one of the things, you know, um, I don't know if Clear Channel is um, controlling the airwaves as much as they used to, but did, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, they wouldn't allow the Beatles' peace song to be played. Mm. It, was, it, was, it was banned from all clear st- channel stations, which reminds me, by the way, guys, um, go to our website at wakingupinamerica.com and you'll actually see Willie Nelson on there on the left side of the page, and Willie has been, 
is a good friend of Waking Up in America, too, and he actually gave us his peace song. So you can play it on the website, and I think you can download it, too. So go hear what Willie has to do about peace. That guy's doing wonderful stuff with biodiesels, and, you know, he's he's living a good life there. While you're over at the website, just drop in there. Um, we have a place where you can register. When you register, you get on our mailing list, and you find out who the next week's guests are. But even as much fun, you get the possibility of getting yourself one of those really special light bulbs. What do they call them, L? Do you know which ones I'm talking about, Gail? L- LDCs or something? That's it. Is that it? Mm-hmm. LDC light bulbs. We're giving them out here on Waking Up in America. We'll be giving out two this month. So um, enter for your light bulb. Those little puppies reduce electricity rate by about 75%. I was also talking to Paul Scott, who um, did the movie on Who Killed the Electric Car? A really amazing movie. You should see it. Find out what GM did. They took away this car they claim they've been looking for, and um, they they ground them up into dust, literally, all of them. They recalled them. People were screaming at the fences, offering them checks to please could they keep these electric cars that they had, and they were all ground up and pulverized. So Paul Scott, I met him at the viewing of that particular film. Larry Hagman had sent me over there. So there's a lot of people that are putting themselves behind the things that we're talking about. You know, it would be interesting to get Mary, maybe get Larry involved in this or maybe Ed Asner, who spends a lot of time um, going out and talking about, you know, getting people into awareness. Because what we're going to have to create is some kind of a blend here. If we fight against all these things that we don't like, Jennifer, the most terrible thing happened. I was dressed in my colors, but somebody asked me what I thought of George Bush, and there was a camera present. And they took my picture and published it in the um, Topanga Messenger. I looked so ugly. (laughs) I was so staggeringly ugly, I couldn't believe it. And I realized how ugly hatred is. Mm. It doesn't even fit on the color spectrum. Right. And it was such a powerful lesson for me. I actually wrote a letter to the, the photographer and thanked her for get, taking the worst picture of me that had ever been taken of me in my entire life. Hatred is ugly. And if you're going around looking ugly like I did that day, and I'm going, nobody's going to be inspired. Nobody's going to move close, you know? Mm-hmm. So if I'm dressed in my colors and... You know, Rachel, I don't know what you do to get yourself through the day peacefully. Well, and you know, it's, I, I guess we're all agreeing what we think about Bush and, and his policy, but one of the things... And that's, that's, a, that's a small something. It's like what Gail's pointing to and what we're all pointing to is it's what's inside of us, and that hatred that was inside of me, that's filthy. Yeah, it doesn't work. And one of the things that I started doing is, is sending President Bush and, and other other people that are doing things I don't totally agree with light and love just every day i just right spend, on. i just spend time and i just picture them and i just send them posit- positive energy because well, i feel like it's got to seep in somehow well it changes the frequency yes you know if you if it, i don't even know <laughs> i don't i no longer have to affect them i just want to lift the frequency and if i'm that picture i should have gotten it up i actually threw it away last week i couldn't bear to look at it anymore um <laughs> 
But that picture was inspiring to me. And if we can create this beauty and love that we're talking about and the kind of organization that Gail and Peter Uberoff put together, and we start putting that into our lives, and Gail, as you were talking about, our environment, you know, our immediate environment. Right. Uh, You know, I I travel a lot, um, and one of the things I see, particularly when I'm in Canada, is I see a lot of beauty, uh, for visual beauty in landscape and um, in nature. And uh, it, I'll tell you, it really alters your point of view. And at the beginning of the show when Jennifer said that's where we really look mm-hmm. to, we look to nature, mm-hmm. you know, to give us this visual communication. And I do want to say what a gift it is to others when you give them that gift of this visual communication when you are being authentically yourself and, and expressing that powerfully that, you know, your real essence. And when I look at nature and when I look what it does to me when I'm in other countries, when I'm driving, etc., the beauty of it, how that settles me, mm-hmm. really settles me. And I'm thinking that's more what L.A. needs, more of that also. Mm-hmm. And how do we take a stand for that? What would be the place to start in for instance, in Los Angeles. Well, there, it's all very small. Again, you know, you've, you do it around your own environment, and it's it's about, you know, more trees mm-hmm. and, and more uh, effective uh, transforming your surroundings, first of all, to nurture yourself. Well, it also seems to me like if everybody just put a plant in each room. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It would be a good place to start, a living plant in each room. Also, what I've done is I, I do a lot of exercising, and I um, had belonged to Curves, and I thought, well, why don't I walk before I go there? So I walk around in my neighborhood and say affirmations and prayers and blessings, and mm. you know, because it's really moment to moment what our mind is saying and doing. Exactly. And and really, when you notice yourself sort of straying off or coming up with something that um, that isn't positive, then we know positive things to think about or to say or people we want to acknowledge or thank, and I think that appreciation, that daily appreciation, I came in this morning and I said, Shadi, I want to appreciate you for your smile. <laughs> you know, it just kind of came out of me. I just looked at across at her and I said, I want to say that to her. Yeah. And I think the appreciation uh, for ourselves and other people, you know, just thinking of five day, five things a day that you can appreciate and, and appreciate good. about someone else, then it adds that positive energy and turns things around. I like to include the animals, too. Absolutely. I, I started again. I'd done it before, and I kind of forgot. You know, I periodically brush my cats and dogs. Yes. Now I'm doing it on a daily basis. Mm. I'm just, like, brushing their hair. And they're beginning to glow. Mm. So that's a nice thing, too. You know, you, I don't know how you spruce up a goldfish's day, but... <laughs> <laughs> If you got a goldfish, go say hi. Add a new plant to their... <laughs> there you go. Or put a little jewel or something to the goldfish tank. Exactly. There's, there's ways of all of us expressing. <laughs> Rachel, what are you thinking as you're hearing us go on about this? I love one. I have two two little, I call them fur children. They're not even dogs to me. I, and, yes, I'm every day I spend time with them because I love their energy mm-hmm. because they're so open, just to the goodness all around them. They're they, so forgiving. Oh, yeah. They are so forgiving. If you forgot what forgiveness is, get a pet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, what are you thinking? Well, you know, one of my heroes is Caesar Milan. He has the, he's the dog whisperer. Oh, yeah. Yes, and uh, he 
his show is is now very very popular. But the thing that he really talks about with that in relating to animals and relating to people, and he and he actually um, is working more with the people of the than the animals really. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> But he he does say that it's all energy and it's all vibration. Well, you know, it's interesting you should mention the dog whisperer because when you were talking about that, I was thinking about the nannies. Mm. Nannies are training the parents. Exactly. The dog whisperer is training the the owners. Mm. The kids and the dogs are fine. (laughs) You know, I worked with Caesar. Did you? Yes, and his book cover, he's in his colors and... One of the things that when he sat down, I said, um, do you feel you're a formal or casual kind of guy? And he said, oh, no, I'm very casual. And I said, actually, you're formal and you're the hero. Really? And so that, that he liked. He said, I, I'd like to be a hero in whatever I do. And so it's, it was really fun to uh, go shopping with him and find the clothes that really were the, the integrity of his personal power, but also the message he was putting across. You know, just like what uh, Rachel was saying before about really following our dream following our passion, following what we do really best in the world. I mean, who had even known about a dog whisperer? I mean, it's like that got invented through his gift. Totally invented. And so what was, what was his season? What was his? He's a dynamic winter. Wow. So he's what are you, like, Gail? I'm, uh, I'm a uh, winter also, mm-hmm. and I'm an exotic winter. Yeah, of course. In my younger years, a dynamic, but I'm <laughs> And I'm a vivid winter. <laughs> And I, of course, am a Renaissance Autumn, and now we have to get Rachel. We're going to have to get you over to jail. (laughs) I know, because I'm feeling really bad. (laughs) Well, you know what is so wonderful about the the thing that I like the best is I'm writing a new book, and I just got the funding for it. And what we have is this beautiful picture of a winter landscape, like the black and white uh, shadows and and the moon shining. And then you have a zebra, right, who's black and white. And then we have this beautiful, beautiful black person with the whites of their eyes showing, and it shows the congruity from Mother Nature to the animal kingdom to the human kingdom. And so we're very inspired to show people that sense of belonging and that sense of representing Mother Nature in her truest form, which is really the essence of who we are. So that, that to me, is what's great to focus on. Oh, that's perfect. I'm going to take a little break here right now and give our sponsors their thanks. To Stardust, the Aquarian Perspective Interplanetary Mission. I love that. I want to find out who's on the other end of that mission and what they have to say. Um, these guys put together uh, a 350,000 mailing list of the kind of people that you would like to advertise with. These are just fabulous human beings. I've met quite a few of them. And it's a global conversation because I've now gotten clients from New Brunswick, Canada, and London, England. How cool that is. Um, you can check them out at www.stardoves.com. Uh, their other site is marketingwiththestars.com. Also, we've got, well, what can I say? Mona V, when I first started taking the stuff, I just thought I was just making a friend happy. What is Mona V? Mona V is this acai berry, Jennifer. Oh, okay, yes. From the Amazon basin. And this little berry is combined with phytonutrients in a drink called Monavi. And I've done a lot of things over the years, as you know. Yes. And I was concerned that when I started taking this that I wasn't going to get, I don't know what's the right word for it, I wasn't going to see a big enough difference because I had already taken all this other stuff for your immune system. Since I've been taking it, and I was thinking about this when you were talking about walking around your neighborhood, my, mm-hmm. I live on a hill that's at a 40-degree angle. 
okay? It's a very steep hill. And I probably walked to the mailbox twice since I lived here three years ago until I started taking Monavi. Now I'm walking down and picking up the mail. I'm sleeping all night. I used to wake up in the middle of the night and toss and turn. Now I sleep all night. And I find that I face challenges with um, more ease. My The woman that does my hair tells me that my hair is thicker and darker. Um, my housekeeper had an instant... Well, she had an instant... Ref- she had a miracle. Mine took time, over time. So this this wonderful combination of this, these these different fruits from the Amazon Basin and the acai berry, which, by the way, ladies, is known for improving your skin. And why should I leave lady, men out of that? It improves your complexion, guys. It, it uh, Over time, wrinkles begin to diminish and things of that nature. I'm in love with this stuff. Um, still take the other things, but I've noticed that on top of my other benefits, a number of other things are happening, including I'm dreaming and remembering my dreams again. But one of the best dreams that I'm remembering is the fact that Monavi is actually saving the trees in the Amazon basin. And there's a whole incredible story about all, how all the trees are getting cut down and how those trees produce a lot of the oxygen for the world. So there's a lot of very fine things being done. And the woman that signed me up for this, um, Jennifer, mm-hmm. she's making $71,000 a month being an angel. Wow. Okay? And she only was in it a year and a half. And she was a dyslexic sweetheart when she started. You know, so she wasn't like this powerhouse selling person, and they just gave her a Mercedes Benz last week to thank her for all of her work. So it appeals to me on so many levels because what Tina Dupar will tell you that Monavi is about teaching people how to take care of themselves and how to be healthy, and also that money can be made at that. So I love this product, and you can visit my website at mymonavie.com forward slash Dr. Valerie, V-A-L-E-R-I-E, and doctor is all spelled out. So they got me, I'm in. Mm. And uh, (laughs) I've been introducing it, Jennifer, to people from the radio show. I now have the Taekwondo champion of the world. Oh, that's wonderful. (laughs) Tina flew to meet her. I also, and teach her. Tina will fly and to people and teach them how to do this. This woman who makes all of this money will fly over to your place and show you how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have an undersecretary of the UN, and I've only been at it about six weeks. That's fantastic. Isn't that nice? Yes. Well, thank you for so much for asking. I'll use this as a great commercial sometime. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very nice thing you did. So uh-huh. we've actually got... Um, yeah, about seven or eight minutes of airtime left here, and maybe we can come to some conclusions about what we personally, you know, what I'm personally going to take on, what you're personally going to take on, because hopefully we've all affected each other today. Mm. You know, Rachel, is there a thing that you could come up with that you're going to take on that, you know, maybe you were doing before, but you're going to do it more intentionally? or I don't know what it would be. It's just whatever pops into your mind. Well, and I, listening to Gail and Jennifer, I'm I'm really thinking just being more conscious in my space and what I'm doing, not only with with other people but with myself too, and monitoring my own thoughts and and putting myself out there in a more powerful way, mm-hmm. so that that energy is is being put out there and and people are would are responding to that. Mm-hmm. I want to just I got an idea, Jennifer. Are you near your computer? Uh yes. Can you take a look at the Waking Up in America webpage that has Rachel's picture on it and just maybe come up with an estimate, 
fast estimate of what season you think she is? What is the name of the website again? Waking Up in America. Waking Up in America. Well, Jennifer's picture is there, too. Yeah. But I want you to see. I would like to just, I would love to have an idea, give Rachel an idea of what she is. I mean, besides being inspirational, Rachel. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out what season you are. Um, So that was something I'm doing for you right now. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, I was trying to think about... uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to look at the conversations in my life. I'm having a conversation with somebody, and I'm going to look at that conversation and see if I can give it more richness, depth, and generosity and grace. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to commit myself to. Mm. Gail Ellen, what are you thinking? Well, I think just in all endeavors, just to really find a more inspiring array <clears throat> excuse me, of, of transformational solutions. So that means focus. For me, just okay, so focus. Being focused. How'd you accomplish that for yourself? It, well, make it intentional. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So by declaration, maybe, maybe that you know, I was, we were talking before the the show, Gail, and one of the things that that I was telling Rachel was that I've been going around saying to myself, I've been doing the Course of Miracles again. I used to teach it, and I thought it's time to get back into it. Um, and I'm just saying that I live in a constant flow of miracles. And I've already experienced a couple of personal miracles listening to you ladies talk on this show. And one of the things I want to invite our listeners to do, I was so glad Jennifer brought up the concept of heroes. Yes. Talking about the dog whisperer, because I don't know if you know this, Jennifer, but Captain America died on the fly. You know, the comic strip he wrote that it's good for American truth and justice? Yes. Well, he was assassinated on the steps of the, um, I believe the, going into the Capitol building or Congress, I can't remember which. Mm. And he had refused to sign up as a registered superhero because the government was trying to control him. And somebody assassinated him when he went to to um, say that he wasn't going to do it. Mm. <laughs> so I went out and I got the website registered superheroes. Mm-hmm. So I would like to offer to our listeners, and you can just email me at val at wakingupinamerica.com if this if this is something you personally want to do, I've already got people that are wanting to me to create this and they want to be registered as a superhero. Mm-hmm. And what a superhero does is, when you've heard our theme music, it's almost ordinary people. Superheroes are people that are willing to have their dreams. Mm-hmm. Super Superheroes are people that are willing to be kind and be loving with others. Superheroes are willing to be the best they can be, and that's all there is to it. So if you'd like to be a registered superhero, um, just let me know, and um, I'm going to make all you guys honorary registered superheroes. Well, one of the things I would love to to add is, like, if we live from that place, if we live that each of us is that superhero, then what would we want to be doing for ourselves and for the planet? Exactly. In terms of our own personal happiness, which, again, obviously gets transferred to the rest of the planet. Totally. And live as, and be, for me, I get to create people as a radiant being. That's what the colors do. They create your radiance. So I was looking at Rachel, and it feels like she's either the sunlight or the firelight radiance. Oh, so once wow. you know your radiance, and that's what you're char- in charge of keeping alive, that's what the colors are. They act as a life force, so they keep you alive. So we're all these super, superheroes. We all have this radiant energy, and the idea is to just commit to using it every day in whatever capacity, loving ourselves and and appreciating everybody around us. So I'm committing to appreciating, 
writing lists of appreciation of myself and others and actually calling people and appreciating them. Oh, I love that. And that makes you we're, that makes you a superhero. Yay. Okay? <laughs> and I'm, I'm a superhero because I'm putting together these things. Yes. And I'm looking at my actions and my beliefs every day, and I'm, I'm, I'm shining light on them, and I'm taking up the Course in Miracles again because I know that will make me uh, even more loving and aware than, than not doing it does. And, Gail, you know, what would you, what would you, as a, what do you represent as a superhero? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I would just really represent just what, what the, uh, what the power of a smile is mm-hmm. for someone when I look at them and smile. That's that, right. That's the gift that I can give. Well, I think also, Gail, you know, your gift of diplomacy, of teaching us about diplomacy, being dipl- the diplomacy of living with grace and beauty with ourselves, but also the rest of the world. Yes, thank being, you. You know, you teach us about being world diplomats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. So, Rachel, old superhero Rachel, yes. <laughs> what, what is your area of, of, of that you feel that you shine in? Well, I think, you know, I do this as a profession, but I'm also going to just start doing it more out in the world is just helping people see their own, their own brilliance and their own, you know, tap into their own power and know that they can do something. So this superhero has the gift of reflection. Yes. Well, I yes. The mirror, the mirror that reflects back to what people can't always see about themselves. Yeah. So also the the gift of perception. Yes. Depths of perception. Mm-hmm. You, you you're able to penetrate the veil, the false veil that we carry. You know that's the problem. So many people have actually just forgotten. You know we glimpsed ourselves from moments as children. I remember watching this little child in an elevator start to reach up and push the button and the parent just slapped his hand, told him not to touch the buttons. And I thought, oh dear. (laughs) (laughs) There's a future being shaped right there. So those moments, that those moments when we we were reaching out for something and we got our hand slapped, well, it's time to reach out again Mm -hmm. and know that there's no hand to slap you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'm just appreciating the fact that um, you did such a wonderful thing showing up on, on this show today. We're actually, we're at the end of our time. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you, Vail, for the opportunity. It was Oh, it's just totally wonderful. And we'd like to thank our sponsors. We'd like to thank um, Rich Kepler for starting the Voice America Network, our executive producer, Jeff Spinard, and Nathan Jett, and to the great men and women at Voice America for all the support we get in producing our shows and thank you, thank you, thank you also to Pete Laubach for your outstanding technical skills and to Jack Avicot who is constantly learning and improving our website. And um, we'd also like to say thank you to Ben Meigen for the creation of our theme song, Almost Ordinary People, the notes of which have begun and ended our show for almost time. Very grateful universe. There he is. There's that voice. Um, join us next week. And- Jennifer Butler, Gail Ellen, and Rachel Lee, you rock. You're not Thank crazy you. Thank you. Around for You've been waiting at the door. And it's time to open. This is for you. This is for all you.